Good morning. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, doing this podcast uh, alone, we don't have Brooke today, but uh, she'll be back. She'll be back later. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us today. A very interesting topic here, uh, and one that I didn't know anything about. I'll tell you how this got started. <clears throat> Excuse me. Woke up one morning <clears throat> out of nowhere and started to get information about uh, the nervous system and that them communicating with me, uh, asking me to do a podcast on the nervous system. And it was interesting because to be honest with you, I knew nothing about it and was kind of confused as to why we would be talking about the nervous system, especially on a spiritual spot podcast. Like we don't get scientific on this podcast. It's all about the spiritual aspects of everything or of, uh, of life. And <clears throat> yeah, all of a sudden, I they asked to, to do it. So that's what generated this podcast. And I will tell you, I have learned a lot over the past couple of weeks of figuring out or looking at the nervous system and, and discovering why I think they wanted us to do a session here or a podcast on it. So let's get right to it. The nervous system interesting interestingly enough is essentially what controls you it is uh, all your involuntary movements and even your voluntary movements so your breathing your thinking and that is i think the key here your thoughts and how your body responds to situations your fight or flight responses these are all aspects of the nervous system. And <clears throat> I'm going to read a couple things for you. This information that I'm reading right uh, or about to read right now is from the website nichd.nih.gov. So that's the website. And I'm taking this information directly from that. And it's what are the parts of the nervous system? I found, found this to be very interesting. <clears throat> It's made up of two main parts. The central nervous system is made up of the brain and the spinal cord, which is so, so interesting, guys, because you're going to see how this is all tied together and why I feel like they wanted me or us to do this podcast. And then the peripheral nervous system is made up of the nerves that branch off from the spinal cord and extend all parts of the body. Now, just here alone, these two nerve, these two parts, the central nervous system and the peripheral nervous system are basically the energy flow in your body. So the central nervous system is your, is equivalent to your chakras and the peripheral nervous system is equivalent to your meridian. Now the meridian is not something that we've spoken about in this, in this podcast yet. <clears throat> However, if you think of the chakra system, how it comes from the brain all the way down into the uh, perineum, you, and it follows the spinal column. So that is, that is the chakra system following that line. However, the meridian, it branches off from your spinal cord into every other aspect of your body, all the way from your spinal cord to your fingers and from your spinal cord down to your toes and every area in the body from there. <clears throat> so that is extremely important and something that I realized when doing research for or of the nervous system that 
your chakra system and your meridian system are essentially what we are beginning to work with when we start to get into the spiritual aspect of things and the keynote here meditation meditation is you are beginning to work with these this nervous system and the two aspects of it the central and the peripheral so again i don't like getting into the scientific aspect of things however given this information i felt it was necessary that we do it so i do want to read a couple things to you uh based on some of the some of the aspects that I've discovered that I thought were very interesting. The nervous system transmits signals. Again, I'm reading this from that website, the same one, nichd.nih.gov. The nervous system transmits signals between the brain and the rest of the body, including internal organs. It's in this way that the nervous system activity controls the ability to move, breathe, see, think, and more. So, Okay, now how this is equating to the spiritual aspect aspect of things is through the idea of meditation. So when you when when people talk about meditation, a lot you hear of you're reprogramming. You're basically a program right now, and your nervous system is that program that is already running. What meditation is doing when people say, "Hey, you're reprogramming thing." Pro, you are reprogramming things. This is what you're reprogramming. You are reprogramming your nervous system. And so when we're born, there are a few or several aspects that begin to influence the nervous system. You obviously the environment that you're in is something that begins to impact the nervous system. Your witnessing of behavior, your the energy that you feel like there are a lot of uh, past life energies that are brought with you. We still carry those energy energies with us from past lives. Clearly, we've discussed that many times. They are all impacting your nervous system. So past lives, environment, uh, behaviors of not only yourself, but of others, because you're you're developing you're developing habits and these habits are impacting your nervous system you are beginning to build habits that are that your nervous system is now going to hold on to in order to make certain movements because that's what it's used to and that's how your body is responding now these are naturally occurring it's when you're born these these movements are natural it's not like you're choosing them well you are choosing them yes but almost on a subconscious level or um, not cognitively choosing certain behaviors, depending on now other aspects that are tied in here are the past lives, the age of your soul. These are all ideas, how you balance. This is where the soul comes in and how you balance uh, the density versus um, higher vibrational energy or low vibrational energy and higher vibration, how you balance those energies out. Those are all very, very important. The nervous system, that's how it's formed. That's how you begin to develop these habits and what is comfortable with you. However, it is meditation that you are doing that is beginning to change this. And that is where we are, quote unquote, repro reprogramming our bodies, reprogramming our thought processes, reprogramming our movements and the way that our body responds to different 
aspects. And one vision that keeps coming to mind is when you are, when you are meditating and you're sitting down or lying down and your body just wants to get up and move. This is a clear program in your body that you have to move. Some people, some people just can't sit still, but that is an aspect of your nervous system. Nervous system. It is how your body has responded to energy for so many years. And as you meditate, you don't feel like you can sit there for very long. Your nervous system is programmed, you know, to, to move. And that is where meditation. So, so a lot of people will come to me and they say, I can't move I, or I can't sit still. The, yeah, that's because your nervous system is, is trying to get you to continue that movement. But that's what we're trying to change here. It is if you were to take a moment in the meditation and notice that your body wants to move, but stay there for just five more minutes. And every time you go in, you stay there for an additional five more minutes or two minutes, whatever it is. You are now beginning to reprogram your nervous system, but reprogram is what's going on. And I use those quotes because that's what you hear so often. Like, what, what does it mean to be reprogrammed? You're reprogramming your nervous system. You're reprogramming the way that your body responds to certain stimulants, you have a situation where it, it could be perceived negative. Uh, you hear somebody talk about you or somebody maybe calls you a name or something. Internally, your ego mind kicks in, your nervous system kicks in, and it says, oh, you need to be resistant to that. You need to fight or whatever it is. You know, uh, you need to speak negatively back in, in, in return uh, to the negative situation that has that you have perceived happen to you and thus you offer it back. These are all aspects of the way that your body, the way that your nervous system responds to these, to these incidents. But that's when you can take the step. That's where mindfulness comes in and being aware. Okay. I feel it in my body. And I know that my, my nervous system is kicking in now saying, Oh, this is how I respond because this is what, what it's been trained uh, even subconsciously on a subconscious level to do as a result of when I say subconscious, as a result of things that I've seen throughout my life or environments that I've been in. And you then begin to change that on a conscious level and you resist the desire to move that. Now, your brain According to many, many websites, but here's one that, uh, that I have been reading. It's called Right, R-I-G-H-T, as A-S, Rain, R-A-I-N, dot, U-M, I'm sorry, U-W-M, I'm sorry, U-W-Medicine, dot org. So, Right is Rain, dot U, W-Medicine, dot org. Now, they describe your brain as plastic and plastic in the sense that it can be stretched. It can be changed. It's a muscle. Your brain is a muscle. And, and the, more, the more that we use different aspects, the, the, the stronger they become. So if you make the same movement over and over again, your body just begins to get trained. You're, the, the neurons in your brain fire in that direction frequently as a result of you doing this work, this movement, right? So 
what we are doing through meditation here is beginning to allow other aspects of the mind to begin to, to fire off. And here's uh, from that website, through meditation, you are essentially deactivating your sympathetic nervous system and turning on the parasympathetic aspect of your mind. Initial, uh, so here he's going to talk about a study. Initial studies have found that over time, this practice can help reduce pain, depression, stress, and anxiety. Basically, what's happening is you're, you're reprogramming your nervous system to respond and communicate or act in aspects of pain, depression, stress, and anxiety in different ways. You are teaching it. Again, you're reprogramming. And that's what this is all about. That's what I have discovered as a result of them telling me about the nervous system or to research it. That is what I'm beginning to understand is what, you know, what, what are we actually reprogramming when you hear that so often? Because I'll be honest with you, I had no idea what that, what we were actually reprogramming, but the nervous system is what it is. Now, here's an interesting aspect of the nervous system. The nervous system is all about energy, right? So electrical impulses, that's what's happening. Your nervous system is sending and receiving electrical impulses that are stimulated by a number of things. You could be stimulated simply by entering a building and feeling an energy, right? That's immediately that's immediately triggering within you aspects of your nervous system and, and how you feel. But it is what you do with that information next that is so vital in the repro reprogramming state. And here in this nichd.nih.gov um, article that I was reading, it says bundles of nerves are found throughout the body. And these neurons communicate even across long distances. Now, there have been studies where individuals across, now, when they say across long distances, I mean across countries and across the globe, people can feel aspects of other individuals. Now, this feeling comes through these neurons, through these electrical impulses. This is how we, our bodies, begin to take in that information from the spiritual realm, from, from the energy that we feel. So in the beginning, we have said that your nervous system starts or incorporates the brain and the spinal cord. Now that's your chakra system. We receive communication through our chakra system every single day. And it's interesting because a lot of people will come to me and say, oh, you know, that especially like religious individuals, you know, that's that's not a good thing that you communicate with spirit. And and the funny thing is everyone communicates with spirits, even if you don't know it, you are always getting communication from spirits. As we have discussed many times, the spiritual realm is impacting this realm very much so. It is just our interpretation or our understanding of that communication that we do or don't get. And that's why it is so, in my opinion, so vitally important to begin to understand why or what these messages are. And I'll give you a for instance. I had an individual call me uh, just today, actually, and said, hey, 
I have a friend of mine who is in the hospital and they're not doing so well. So I said, okay, let me, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to do some light work. I'm going to send, send that person some, some energy and I'm going to send you some energy to help you guys. So they're like, thank you so much. You know? So I go in and I do the work immediately. I get the message of communication and ringing, ringing in the ears. Now ringing in the ears guys is extremely important. And there's a reason that I'm going to talk to you about this. Uh, so we're talking about the chakra system. We're talking about the nervous system and how the chakra system that the chakra system and the nervous system are the main aspects of energy flow in your body. My point here is that that's where you're receiving communication. As soon as I went in to do the light work, I immediately got the message to tell this individual to listen to the ringing in their ears. So I immediately sent them a message. Hey, this is what I'm getting. You're getting ringing in your ear. Pay attention to that. There's a message there. Well, when I sent that message, they immediately sent back and said, oh, my gosh, I did get that, but I didn't know what it meant. Okay, well, this is this is the message. And unfortunately, the individual that uh, received that message and the individual that they were at the hospital with was most likely going to pass. And that's what that ringing in the ear meant. So what's going on is when you guys are receiving messages from the other, from the spiritual realm, which is impacting every aspect of our life on a regular basis, you're all getting communication and it's coming through. You're feeling it in the nervous system, in your chakra system, in your meridian system, which is basically all one thing. It's just different names for the same thing. The meridian is the branches off. The chakra system is the main and the nervous system is just a scientific way of saying all of that chakra and meridians are just a spiritual way of saying it all. But either way, it is how you are receiving this information. What you do next is vitally important, whether or not you are aware enough or you desire enough to want to interpret that information is where these where the next part comes in. So. Through meditation and, and mindfulness, you will begin to reprogram your nervous system and you will begin to slow it down a little bit. Now, with that, there was, let me see here. We talked about, oh, how it reduces pain, depression, stress, and anxiety. We talked about that. However, what it also does is increases the positivity. And that's what this guy doesn't talk about in that right is rain uh, website that I that I listed earlier. He talks about how it could reduce pain, depression, stress and anxiety. But what he doesn't say is that your happiness, your creativity, your positivity will all increase. And I feel like that's a that's that's an aspect of meditation and mindfulness that are left out of this, which is unfortunate. But either way, the point is coming across in other ways. So something he says here, it's hard to accept some aspects of the present moment when they're not pleasant. The number one benefit of mindfulness meditation is having a practice of disengaging with something that's stressing you out. Now that is huge and an aspect of reprogramming that is so important. 
the the idea of abundance. So your nervous system sees, oh my gosh, I'm spending so much money. I'm spending so much money. Yeah. And you want to be aware of that. However, your nervous system is sending you these signals, stop spending money, or we need to save more. We, we don't have enough to do whatever, you know, maybe you're looking to go to a date night with your wife or, or your husband and, and your mind's like, oh my gosh, but we can't spend that money. We have to save that, you know, $50 or a hundred dollars because we won't have enough money to now, obviously you want to make sure you have enough money to pay your bills. However, your nervous system is kicking in telling, you, no, you can't do stuff. What I'm telling you is take a step back, right? And really notice what your intuitive mind is telling you rather than your nervous system is naturally responding to your is your nervous system. And, and the way that it is responded to many other aspects of life is that the aspect, your ego mind trying to get you to not do this, or is it, or, or really, can you afford it? And you're just acting out of fear. And these are, these are huge mindfulness steps that you can begin to take to start this to start this um, reprogram. The other one is fight or flight. So you watch a show and, or you feel something in the middle of the night, you know, and you feel like, oh my gosh, this is, I don't feel good right now. Or should I not um, engage with this uh, spirit that I feel like I feel this heaviness on me right now? Okay. And as a result of this moment, you choose not to open yourself up to receiving the communication that you're already getting. And, but because of this, you're like, nope, I'm shutting down. Your nervous system is going, whoa, don't want to feel that. Get that out of here. That's, that's new. Don't like it. Don't want it. But what you can begin to train yourself with is the idea that opening yourself up to spiritual communication and the understanding that it is my vibrations that are causing this response. It is my ego mind that doesn't want me to open up to the spiritual realm and its communication will help you begin to understand that, okay, I need to step back and begin to feel. So I feel like we're getting a little discombobulated here. Let me try to, let me try to ring this in. Abundance. There are ways your body will respond to certain stimuli, and money is one of them. Every aspect of life is going to be at play here. The spiritual realm, people don't open up because they fear it, or people don't spend money because they think that they have to save more, or they don't give as much because they think that they're not going to have any more. These are all aspects of ego mind or pre-programmed uh, egoic uh, responses, nervous system responses, pre-programmed nervous system responses to aspects of life. It is our job and ability. I should, I should say ability to begin to reprogram that on a conscious level because for so long it has been subconsciously moved through the ego mind and its desires to keep you lower in vibration. It is cognitively our ability. We consciously have to make the decision to rise, to rise above that. So I'm actually getting some information here. So subconsciously, your ego mind has programmed your 
nervous system through all those aspects that we said before. Consciously, though, we choose to, to change it. And when we make those decisions to consciously change the nervous system, so much more happens, so much more opens up in our life, so much more happiness is developed within us. And that is an important idea here. And take, for instance, spiritual communication. Your ego mind does not want you to open up to spiritual communication because it knows that as a result of that, you're going to lose the ego mind. And it does. It obviously wants a part of you. Your nervous system was programmed initially by your ego mind, your response to the environment before you cognitively knew that you could change it. So now when we consciously decide to open up to the spiritual realm, even though you're getting, you know, because because you're getting communication every day, regardless, now it's your desire, it's your opportunity to really begin to consciously make these decisions to be more high vibrational. And that that is huge to understand. And part of the reprogramming reprogramming process. So we have to consciously decide, okay, I want to be of love. I want to be of love. I want to respond in love. And then consciously do that. So we consciously decide to go into meditation and resist the urges of the nervous system and the ego mind, which are basically the same thing. We want to resist the urges of the ego mind of the nervous system and then consciously decide to allow for the reprogram reprogramming to occur and the reprogramming occurs through conscious effort through conscious decisions to be in the present moment or mindfulness and conscious decisions to meditate and stay in that meditation, even though the nervous system and the ego mind are telling you to leave. You don't want to. You want to resist those urges to allow for this reprogramming to occur. And that is what we are doing when we meditate and consciously deciding to reprogram ourselves. So very important information. Now, last week, we spoke of, we spoke of getting off the fence. Okay. And that's another aspect here because a lot of us, when we decide to be, or when we were consciously like trying to, okay, reprogram ourselves, but we tend to be a little bit apprehensive. Now that's understood because there is there are many years that we are trying to reprogram here, many aspects of our lives that have been programmed through the subconscious ego mind and the nervous system's automatic response to certain movements. We are now deciding to reprogram that, but we're, we spend too much time on the fence. And I don't mean the harp on something that we just talked about last week, but I did want to augment that conversation a little bit and tell you to really stop being on that fence and to really step into the belief. And when we step into that belief, like if you believe the spiritual realm is so influential, then truly allow the spiritual realm to influence us. And allow through meditation and mindfulness for the communication to be more understood. Call in your guides, ask them for help. Always. Anytime you feel a low vibration, call for help. Always. There is never 
an end. There's no limit to your calling. You can call about anything and everything at any moment of every day. And the more that you do this and the more that you call in of the spiritual beings from above, the greater the the you're building your spiritual support team. You are bringing in more light, more love, more energy that is so helpful to your growth and will help you begin to retrain this nervous system to be more light, more love and slow it down a little bit more to increase that happiness, to increase your positivity, to increase your creativity. Now, right now, so I used to not consider myself to be a very creative person. But one thing that I have realized, and, and when I tell you I'm not creative or used to be not creative, I mean that. I mean, really. But what I did realize is that as a result of meditation and really slowing myself down and being in these present moments, because that's what we're doing with the nervous system. We're not we're just going, we're, we're on auto tune where we're just kind of robotic, you know, and Hey, this is what my nervous system has done in the past. And I'm doing that now without even thinking, without even slowing ourselves down to take a breath and, and really sit with what's going on. Slowing the nervous system down allows for this to happen. And when you do your creativity, when you are in the moment will come out of nowhere. There are moments in time where, uh, I'll bring activities into a class and it is amazing how creative they are when I'm just being in the moment. Like I don't sit there and think about these things. It's the moment that takes me not through, not through the, the ego and nervous systems, natural responses. It's actually through just being in the moment and allowing these messages to come in from above. Like they are helping me and my solar plexus, which is where creativity comes, is activated. So I'm beginning to notice things because of the slowness within my body, rather than focusing on the ego mind and the nervous system and how it wants to respond. I've slowed it down and things are just happening. Like creativity is coming in and we're, I'm developing, uh, like activities for the kids to really help them. And I'm seeing that both them and I are being affected in a positive way as a direct result of me reprogramming the nervous system and being in the moment to allow for their communication to come in more freely. Hopefully all this is making sense to you. So it's, it's, it's an interesting topic in the sense that this is what, you know, the, the ego mind and the nervous system are what we are reprogramming, but the ego mind is the spiritual aspect is, is war is what we refer to it in the spiritual sense. And in a scientific sense, we refer to it as the nervous system, but they're basically the exact same thing. And they were subconsciously programmed. So, um, here's a, here's another, another, um, from the right is rain you web medicine, uh, website that I want to, to say, you can't go in, you can't go in, you can't go in expecting to experience enlightenment or to have a mystical experience. But people do find that's what he's talking about meditation there. But people do find that at the end of even a 10 or 15 minute practice, they feel more centered, calm and relaxed. It's great if that happens. And it's great if it doesn't. 
Exactly right. And trust in that process. Yes, because that's when divine timing comes in. You are meant to get whatever message you receive at that moment and not a moment sooner. You might not get a message right now, but in five minutes, like you ask a question, what is the answer to this? And then you go into a meditation and you don't get it. You come out of the meditation and 10 minutes later, you have a situation where it's answered. We cannot hold an expectation in the moment of reprogramming. We cannot expect to get these answers at the moment in time we expect we want them. But understanding that in time they will be answered and in the time that is divine and timing, you will get it. There's much peace when you can find the patience to wait for that divine timing. Because anything that is impatient is ego mind, is nervous system. Again, interchangeable words, interchangeable meanings that was reprogrammed or, or was programmed initially to be impatient. And now we are learning how to slow that down and to allow the information to come in when it's meant to come in. That is what we wanted to talk about today. And uh, very good stuff. So I hope what I would like to do now is go ahead and go ahead and channel for you guys. And I appreciate all your uh, patience. Grateful we are, my children, Archangel Michael speaking. It is an aspect of reality, great truth that we come to you today with the light from above to bring forth to you a better understanding of what is occurring on this realm. Your nervous system is accurately depicted here today of a natural innate ability for your body to respond to situations, occurrences as a direct result of past lives, yes, but also your present lifetime. And it is important to understand this. What is, re what is being reprogrammed at this moment in time when we initiate the idea of love and being of love is the idea that you are capable of overcoming what you feel at this moment to allow for love to be the ultimate guide. And that is what is occurring when we meditate. We are simply allowing for the light within us to be exposed and to be the true guiding force moving forward. No longer is it necessary for us humans, you, to be a responsive individual to your nervous system that has been trained throughout what has been indicated thus far. What is presently going on is your understanding that you are capable of being retrained to be of the light and act in accordance with this light. Acting in accordance is what ultimately we are attempting all of humanity to complete. You're acting in accordance with the light, with the cognitive consciousness, conscious idea that you want to be of the light. It is therefore a free will decision. Thus, that is why we have said to you before that being of the light is your free will. It is something that has to be chosen, and it is important for you to understand why this is. Your nervous system, yes, an aspect of the ego mind, but a trained aspect of the ego mind wants you to be lower in vibrational. It wants to think that it is keeping you protected, when in reality, it is resistant to the light. It is your desire, your free will, 
choice to be of the light that allows for you to begin to respond differently to certain situations, aspects of life, to your purpose, your purpose in this lifetime for your audience here is to be more light filled and to allow the light to be your ultimate guide, not the reprogrammed subconscious ego mind. Your subconscious, we will say, has different levels, attunement, high vibrational and low vibrational. The low vibrational aspect is clearly the ego mind and part of the nervous system, but your retraining of it and the nervous system to be higher in vibration will tune you better to the heart space and allow for that to be the, your ultimate guide. And this is important to understand. As you begin to meditate, please understand and notice what the mind and body are attempting you to do. Move, overthink, get lost in other ideas of this present moment. We tell you now this is okay. A matter of all of humanity for this to occur. But the retraining occurs when we are resistant to these initial ideas and allow for the ego mind to be more released, to allow for the light from the heart space to be more lifted into the mind and allow that to be your guide. For it is patience that is high vibrational. And we are when we are patient with ourselves, we allow for the heart space to be lifted into the mind and the guiding light to be our guiding truth. And that is important to understand your truth in all of humanity is to be of light love and to understand that patience and accepting are very important aspects of who we are as light beings. And when light is guiding us, how we adopt this understanding and be of it. We are grateful for this understanding being brought forth at this time and ask you to go in great patience, in great peace, and allow for the light to begin to be your true guide as you move about this realm, knowing that it is through meditation and mindfulness that we begin to become so much more cognizant of the different, again, they're looking for this word where automatic responses occur of the nervous system and ego mind. It is our conscious ability to overcome this and to retrain, reprogram the human aspects of all of humanity to be more light that will allow us to find the loving light within us to be more clear. Your nervous system is what also handles the aspects of fear that many of you are riddled with at this moment in time within this realm. Fear is not an aspect of light and nor one that we should hold on to. All that occurs in this realm happens for a reason. And if you are resistant to the guiding light and love and you move in fear, your nervous system is in control and not one that you want to be in control. Allow for the light to truly be the guiding force moving forward. As you move, you will begin to find a deeper understanding of the lack or need for fear to be your truth. Fear is not truth, my children, and we ask you to be resistant to it. We ask you to be more focused upon the love that you feel in your heart. Your intuitive mind will guide you imperatively into the path that is yours. And we will be there in truth to guide you to this moment. But should you so allow for fear to be your guiding force, you will be resistant to the urges that the guiding light, your truth ultimately, is attempting you to get to and setbacks can occur. 
setbacks are not something that you want from the spiritual aspect of life. You want to allow for the guiding light to be your guide ultimately so that your path may be placed upon you. And, and we say this with true intent placed upon you, not thought of and you placed on through your conscious decisions to be allow for the ego mind to be your guiding light. This is not your guiding light. The path at which you are meant to move on is one that is placed before you with your conscious, conscious efforts to be of the light and love and will be placed upon you when you move within the light. But we ask you to be very attuned to your intuitive mind for this will allow for the directional paths to be navigated more smoothly. And we are grateful for this understanding. The smoothness, the smoothness of your movements is important, not out of respect for obstacles, for obstacles will always be there, but as a matter of us placing you upon where you are meant to go, not through the thought again, but rather through the feelings at which you feel that you should move. When we are resistant to it, we are, as Christopher has indicated, teetering on a line of misunderstanding. We are not acting in our full accordance of the light. We are simply trying to appease both worlds of our own selves, but this is not important for us. This is not helpful. This is resistant to the light. We ask you when you so feel that you are meant to be and do certain aspects of life, we ask you to go with those feelings for this is the intuitive mind communicating. The nervous system will attempt you because this is a new idea, a new understanding will attempt for you to not act in accordance with this because it is a new response, but it is your practice of meditation and mindfulness that will begin to slow this process down and allow you to feel more, more fully what you are intended to do. These aspects of your purpose are not something that you should continue to question much. If you feel repetitively the aspects of light and love within you attempting to move you in another direction, we encourage you to go when you feel the time is necessary. And we tell you now when this is occurring, all will transpire according to your life's purpose. Again, not without obstacle, but in truth. And truth is the most important. We are not here to ascend all at this time, but we are here to ascend those that are ready. And we tell you now, should you so be listening to this podcast, you are ready. If you so choose to accept the light within you and move in accordance with it, you will be protected. And fear is not your, your mandated aspect of emotion that you or we encourage you to hold on to. Hold on to the light and love and allow for the light and love to be your guiding force and you will find your place. We are grateful for this message, Christopher, and to you for allowing us to be heard. And we are grateful for this to all of our audience. We love you greatly and ask for your continued calling upon us to be your guiding light and assist you in finding your truth. We are here to serve all of humanity, and we are grateful for this. Go in great peace and allow for your own light to step forward. It is within this light we will be, and you will find your true purpose in life. Grateful we are. Go in peace all. Thank you. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Archangel Michael. All right. So hopefully you guys are understanding what all was being said there. Um, there's a there's a reason at which I don't plan everything I say. And I don't do that because I want to be in the moment. So I have thought now for quite some time that I need to plan more. I need to like, I need to sketch out exactly what I need to talk about and when I need to talk about it. But I understand that that's really taken me out of the moment. And to you guys, it might sound a little like discombobulated at times. And I apologize for about that. Um, sometimes I do have more notes with me. But really, uh, I like to be in the moment and allow these moments to take me. And that's what's going on here. So please bear with me sometimes when when it doesn't sound as uh, sketched as maybe it should. But I really want to be the as in the moment as I possibly can during this so that you guys get all the information that they are trying to get to you. So thank you all so much for joining me. Hopefully you learned a little bit more about what's going on in meditation and mindfulness, how we're reprogramming ourselves. Thank you to Archangel Michael for coming in and allowing uh, these messages to be clarified with more clarity to the audience here. Thank you, Brooke, for uh, allowing me to do this podcast uh, on my own today. I appreciate that very much. You're awesome. And I appreciate you. Thank you for your um, understanding in this today. And thank you, audience, for listening and continuing with us. These messages are seriously from above and come in with um, truly, truly come in from uh, with their guiding truth and light. And I couldn't do it without them. And I couldn't do it without all of you. So thank you all so much. I appreciate you immensely. Take care. Have a great day.